It is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by MLB Nine Innings. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well. And as I mentioned, today's episode is sponsored by MLB Nine Innings, which offers a wide variety of game modes from league mode, where users play through an entire season, which is really fun, to live play-by-play. They have over 2,000 player cards to collect and use in your dream roster. The most up-to-date rosters, logos, ballparks, unis, and they're introducing new historic Hall of Fame players to the roster. Larry Walker, The Big Train, Walter Johnson, Hank Aaron, Michael Jack Schmidt, Trevor Hoffman. So go download and play MLB 9 Innings 23 today with the link in the description. You will thank me later. It is that much fun. All right, Ploof, big Tuesday in baseball because we had some nasty weather around the Midwest on Monday. That means we have a couple of double headers, 17 games in all. Uh, when you have double headers this early in the season, does it tick you off or, do you, or are you still refreshed to the point where you're like, okay, let's play two? I like it. You know, I, I never minded double headers. I never was the guy that was got to sit out. You know, some guys like the veterans, like the good players, they only play one game of a double header. I don't think I was ever at that point. And plus, I liked it, dude. I felt like there was a chance for you to go get like five or six knocks in one day and have this like banner of a day. So I, I always liked it. Um, it's much better, I think, now. Yes, than in like July or August when it's really hot and you've already played like a hundred games. Like I think now is definitely the better time to have these doubleheaders. And you know what? They're gonna they have to do it more now because when you get because of the new schedule, you even see your division rivals a lot less. You only make yes. two trips to a city instead of three. So there's a lot less time to schedule these doubleheaders, and you don't want to save them for all for September, even you know when we have a little bit of roster expansion and stuff like that, that's going on. Um, all right, let's get this going. There's a reason I am wearing a Texas Rangers hat. There's both good and bad news. Let's start with the good. Jacob deGrom, four no-hit innings in his start against the Kansas City Royals on Monday night. The bad, he was done after 58 pitches. He had a wrist issue, um, precautionary removal for him but yet another chapter in the injury of Jacob deGrom can Rangers fans ever really feel comfortable with him taking the mound and having a five-year contract I think so dude look I know that the last two years haven't gone his way as far as injuries and now we have this thing at the beginning of the season but when he's on the mound he's so dang electric Chris I mean the one stat that pitchers like to look at more than any other stats not era it's not era plus it's fit fielding independent pitching this is what they look at guess who's leading the league right now through four starts in fit it's jacob de with a one three like the guy when he is on the mound is the best pitcher in baseball um i don't think you can take this we're, we're starting clean here i like to start clean every single year i don't want to talk about the last two years now if this is just a precautionary thing at the beginning of a five-year deal then we're going to be okay he's slated to make his next start which i think is sunday because they have like an off day or something like that so as of right now i'm telling rangers fans you have nothing to worry about you should still be like excited and parading around because like your team has gone from non-existent to like a really good team in a very short amount of time you brought in some real deal superstars jacob Degrom being one of them so until something serious happens enjoy this because you have 
the best pitcher in baseball on your team performing at a very high level still. Okay. So the little wrist thing, you know, a little something like this bothering him. I don't think it's a big deal. I'd still be ecstatic as a Rangers fan. Now a little cautious and, you know, you, you understand that there is history, but let's just try to forget about it. Let's wear that Rangers hat all over the place. Let's get rid of those city connect jerseys that, that they came out with that are representative of the whole state. Apparently it doesn't make sense to me. Yep. Let's have a good time. If you're a Rangers fan, keep the smile going. Uh, the rain isn't here just yet. Okay. Let's play this out. Okay. He has worn a Rangers uniform, including spring training and now the regular season for two months. How many times has he had some sort of injury? I think two. Twice. Yeah. Twice. It's, it's not the injury world, is different. This is precautionary. Don't I, call it an injury just yet. I get it, but still, it's all part of who he is. And by the way, you, he's going to turn 35 later this summer. You don't magically get healthier as you get older. Take it from somebody who knows that. It gets way worse. Way worse. 35 so, isn't 65, bro. Like, come on. Okay, I'm not 65. I'm in between the two. But, yeah, I understand your point. But once the injuries start piling up, they seem to compound. And so how in the world could you sit there? I, I, I'm not upset at the signing. If you're the Rangers, you had to do it. You had to do it, especially with the playoff drought that you've gone through, which I believe is now seven years. But I was at Brady's game last night, and a good friend of mine is a huge Mets fan, Lowell. And I said, do you want the good news or the bad news about DeGrom? And I told him, and he goes, man, I love Jacob DeGrom. Love him. But I am so thankful we didn't extend him for five years on 185 mil, even with Stephen Cohen's money. He's like, because I would have turned around the next corner wondering when he's going to be hurt. And I think that it's only a matter of time if you're a Texas Rangers fan before. Why? You want to take your earbuds out and start throwing them at me? That's so silly. This guy said he doesn't want Jacob DeGrom on his team. He's glad that Steve Cohen didn't give him Steve Cohen's money. Come on, man. Well, but I mean, his. I think his point was he would rather spend it differently if at some point you have to stop. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, was, is he happy that Verlander's there? Well, he is on the short term. That's the difference, right? <laughs> Verlander signs Why? a two-year deal as opposed to a five. What does it matter two or a five-year deal? It has nothing to do with him. That's not his money. Like, you want these guys on your team. And guess what? Jake DeGrom, before 2021, was a workhorse and made all of his starts. Okay, yeah, 2021, 2022 didn't go well. But guess what? Verlander also had a year off you know, 18 months off, whatever it was. Okay. So like, but that's the only injury that guys had in a 20 year career. Go back and look at the stats from 2015 to 2019. This guy was making, you know, he was pitching over 200 innings, making 30 starts a year. Like, okay, look, there's been a few bumps in the road. I understand like you, you are going to wonder and worry a little bit, but like you should still be very happy that you have Jacob DeGrom on your team. He's still, when he's on the mound, uh, been, absolutely electric everything is still there he's got a little boo-boo on his wrist it's going to be okay he'll be out there sunday don't six tell words, me you said i don't want to hear six one words. mets fan say i i don't i'd rather not have jacob de on my team that is just blasphemy you'd no 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 there's a difference between not wanting Jacob DeGrom on your team and not wanting to extend him for five years at almost 200 million dollars those are two different discussions 
I mean, what is it matter? Money is not an object in New York right now. But it will be an object at some point when they're going to have to cut back if they have to, if they have to. And by the way, the six, six most important words that you said during your debriefing about Jacob deGrom is when, when he he's is on the mound. On the mound. <laughs> That's that. All right, let's move on. Angels. Yeah, I did that on the fly. It was a little tricky. Pretty good. Uh, the he's, the he's tricked me up almost. Uh, Angels make their lone trip to the Bronx over the next three days. That means the last two AL MVPs square off. Do you feel a little shortchanged since Shohei will not be on the mound to square off against Aaron Judge? I mean, it's definitely a matchup I would love to see. Uh, two absolute titans going at it. There's an, actually another matchup that I'm also not happy that's not happening. It's Garrett Cole versus Shohei Otani. Garrett Cole pitched on yes. Sunday, so he's not going to be um, in this series. And I was kind of looking at what are the stats? Has, has Who's owned who here? Has Cole owned Shohei? Has Shohei owned Cole? It's kind of more on the Cole side, to be honest. He has 20 at-bats against him, only four hits, uh, a double and a homer is only extra base hits. Comes out to a 638 OPS. So Cole kind of has the upper hand here. Uh, but we are going to get to see Shohei in the Bronx in that short porch and right. I want to see, I got to imagine, first of all, that place is going to be packed because anytime that Shohei comes into town, it seems like these, these uh, venues just pile up. And then especially like in the right field bleachers, uh, how, how far can this guy hit a ball? I'm a, I am going to go out there and say, yes, we want him to be pitching. That would be great. But this guy's going to do something spectacular in New York. That's just the kind of player he is. I'm going out and I'm going to say he's going to hit a ball close to 500 feet in like the third deck of right field at some point during this series. So I know he's not pitching and I would like him to see, I would like to see that, but I'm also just very excited because I think he lives for these big moments. Now, when, when you don't have a lot to like play for on a, on a consistent basis, which he has not had in Anaheim, don't get mad at me. Angels fans. When you go into freaking New York and you want to show out against the Yankees, I think he's going to do something incredible with the bat. I hope so. But to answer the question, yeah, I'm bummed, pissed off. It sucks, especially since he only got two innings in yeah. during the rain-shortened marathon day, Patriots Day game at Boston. That stunk. Oh, you know so, what? Let's get yes. him in there just like he did in the WBC. Ninth inning, right. let's go. A little bullpen day. Well, in part because, do you remember that question I had in the off season where everybody jumped my shit about Shohei dodging certain teams that yes, there was, that was among silly. some players silly. in baseball. Okay. Well, I, but, but once again, I'm going to repeat it only because it's what players told me, not because of some pipe dream. I, I grabbed from the sky and said, Oh, look, he's dodging. That's not what I said. What I said was there was a feeling among some players that he would dodge some of the better lineups. That's not the case here. Just he worked out because he was pitching on Monday. But I wanted to see him pitch here because the two times that he's pitched in the Bronx, it's been terrible. 2021, didn't make it out of the first inning. Seven runs, four walks. Last year, made it through three innings. Eight hits, four earned, three homers. I want to see him get another crack at this. I want to see him as a top five Cy Young contender go against the big bad Yankees and Aaron Judge, whom, by the way, is two for two with a homer against Shohei. So, yeah, I'm uh, pissed off about it. 
maybe they're saving it for the AL wildcard series. How about Got that, it. Angels fans? How about that bump right there? That would be something, dude. I think that would be an incredible series. Like that would mean the Angels got some reinforcements. That would mean they're playing good baseball. Uh, Shohei in the Bronx on a short series. Yes, give it to me. I would sign up for that. I think all of baseball would sign up for that. Mike Trowers. But the next call. three days, will, the next three days will be fun. By the way, is MLB Network overdoing it a little bit this week? That you know they're like Shohei versus Judge. Like it, they've turned it now. I don't want to go, you know, get mad at your former employer there, but uh, sometimes I got to turn that freaking channel off, dude. There's some shows I really like. I like Mark DeRosa and Shahadi, and I like Quick Pitch and all this stuff, but uh, yeah, that's a little much sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, today's episode sponsored by these guys, Shady Rays. I want you to take on the sun with gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays, they have you covered with premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. Shady Rays offers a world-class product, just as good as any expensive pair that you've ever worn. They got durable frames, extra clear optics. I mean, I can't tell you how great Ploof looks right now, and I'm wearing my shades inside. That means you got a primo pair. On top of that, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in the history of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. My man, tell the people what that means. Well, excuse me? I was reading something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this email right now while you were doing this. Is this the Shady Rays read where you want me to tell you if you sit on them like Chris Rose does all the time, they'll just send you a new pair, no questions asked? Is that what you want me to say? Exactly. If you oh. break them or you lose them, even on day one of purchase, they're going to send you a new pair. No questions asked. That's simple. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the season. Head on over to ShadyRays.com. Use the code today for 50% off two plus pair of polarized sunglasses. Plus you get the ultimate protection. Let's go. I mean, we'll see how does this company stay in business? 50% off using our code free sunglasses. If you lose them or break, I'm like, this is the most incredible company that's ever existed in the history of mankind. Screw Amazon and the two day shipping shady rays for life. Don't try and kiss ass now that you weren't listening to me earlier. No, listen, I got an email from, uh, I have my uh, computer up here, obviously. And I got an email for one of my parents on my youth team asking if the, we can have the kids do a video for Tommy John. What am I missing here? That's why I was well, confused and really locked first in. First of all, it thing. sounds like we'll you're putting the it. emphasis on the wrong syllable for Tommy John. For Tommy well, I don't think John. it's like Tommy John, like surgery. These are seven and eight-year-old kids. I have no idea what's happening. That's why I was so confused. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. Feel free to pay attention to what we're doing here if you want. Uh, 17 games today because of a pair of double headers. You can only focus on one starting pitcher. Who is it? I'm going to give you a game that features two that I want to focus on because I think it might be a playoff matchup here. It's the Blue Jays uh, at the Astros. It's Chris Bassett going up against Urquidy, our guy. And, th- and the reason I want to focus on them is both of these guys, Bassett um, and Urquidy, have someone in the opposing lineup that absolutely demolishes them. For Urquidy, it is um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. 
who has five hits and 12 at-bats against him, two homers in 12 at-bats. And then for Bassett, it's Jordan Alvarez. None of these should really come as a shock to anybody, but the numbers are staggering. Uh, Jordan's hitting 400, uh, so four hits and 10 at-bats against Bassett with three bombs. Mm. So I want to see how they're going to neutralize these guys because you can do that on in regular lineups. Hey, I'm just not going to pitch to this guy. But then you got to think about this is the Astros. This is the Blue Jays. It's not like there's nobody surrounding these dudes. So like some point they're going to have to go after the after them. And I want to see if they've made any adjustments or what kind of pitch selection they're going to go, what kind of sequencing they're going to go with. Uh, because in these types of games, you can't let these dudes beat you. And you, when you do your uh, you know, pitcher's report or your pitcher's meeting, that's the first thing they say is, okay, we're not going to let Vlad beat you. We're not going to let Jordan beat you. So what's the game plan? You know, If nobody's on base, are we going to go after them? If people aren't base, what are we going to do? Uh, those are the big matchups that like win or lose games. So I, I saw this matchup and I was like, you know what? Playoff type stuff in Houston. Let me see the numbers. And those two guys really popped out at me. I'm very curious to see how they're going to get work today. Nick Lodolo, Cincinnati Reds, taking on the hottest team out of the gate, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, they've dropped three of their last four, but those monster offensive numbers have been really impressive through the first two and a half weeks. Lodolo has blown past Hunter Green in terms of the most dependable young starter in the Reds rotation. Uh, ERA well under three. He's averaging over 14 Ks per nine. Yet, and the weird thing is he's got a really high whip. And he's not like walking the world, but he does get hit around a little bit. So I want to see what sort of adjustments a young guy who is starting to have some serious success. He had it at the end of last season and now has carried that through the beginning of 2023. He, Hunter Green might get the ink. This guy's the real deal. Not to say that Hunter can't get there because he, you know, he has starts where you look at him and you're like, whoa, like, give me that right arm. Give me the left one of Nick Lodolo right now. Um, we talked about this in spring training that he's going to have to be, if those guys are going to get back to a playoff contending team, those two guys are going to have to be one and two at the top of the rotation. And Lodolo is certainly living up to his end of the bargain so far. Whip is high, FIP is low. What's up with that? That means there's got to be some defensive issues going on because he doesn't have an absurd amount of walks. Um, he's actually lower than his career average in walks per nine, um, less than the homers per nine. So maybe a little defensive stuff. Let's figure that out, Cincinnati. Get these guys going again. But he has looked yeah. great. But I enjoy. I actually, have you watched him pitch? I really enjoy watching him pitch. Yeah, he seems good. Really good. Former top 10 pick. Uh, interesting pitching matchup tonight out in San Diego. Strider and Snell as the Braves look to win their eighth straight game. Atlanta's got a lot of good all over the field. What is their biggest weakness? I don't at the major league level, Chris, I don't think they have a weakness. They don't. I was looking up and down the stat sheet, trying to figure some stuff out. For a while, they weren't hitting with runners in scoring position, but they've kind of figured that out. Oh, I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear. Maybe Are you going to say left field or something like that? Here's what I'm going to say. I think that they have been able to draw upon their minor league system over the years, over the last few years. And, you know, these guys have come up and been absolutely impactful at the big league level. They've signed a bunch of them very quickly to long-term deals. I think the well's starting to dry up a little bit in their minor league system. And so if you're going to ask me what weakness this organization has, I'll say, you know, probably their minor league depth, you know, being whittled down to what it is now 
is their only weakness at the baby level. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what you say. Cause I, I honestly couldn't find one. By the way, Mike Soroka just had another great start in the minors. Sounds like he's getting close. We wish okay. him luck because it has been a bumpy, bumpy injury plague journey the last few years. You did mention kind of snidely. You're probably going to say like left field or something. So I'm going to say left field. <laughs> that's that's been a problem for them, right? They're paying uh, Osuna and Rosario combined twenty seven million, and neither of them were playing left field last night. It was Kevin Pilar. Um, Osuna just got his fourth knock of the season last night in a DH role. He's hitting under a hundred. Like, I'm looking at the stats. But by right the way, now. yeah, it just hasn't been good. Um, I don't know what they have left to trade, but if they need it something to fortify themselves out there, even if it's just a dependable left fielder. I mean, let's remember the trades they made just to get their outfield right during their World Series winning season of 2021. They added Eddie Rosario. They added Jock Peterson. They added Jorge Soler. Three guys who had had success at the major league level, but none of whom you would say would reach star status. So... They've been known, Alex Anthopoulos has been known to pull the trigger on somebody that can better the team without saying, wow, that's an incredible move. Sure, and if you're, you know, Eddie Rosario, Marcelo Zuna have a combined three RBI between them, and those are just three solo home runs, which is very interesting. Uh, I know it's early in the season, but still you'd expect Ah! a little bit more. The thing I'll say about Eddie Rosario is that this dude's a streaky hitter, okay? Like, he'll get going. He's going to have a time where you're like, wow, I guess left field isn't a problem anymore. And then the next month, you're like, oh, left field's a problem. That's the kind of player he is. Uh, but he can yeah. carry a team, too, when he's right. So, yeah, look, I, I I looked at that, and I thought about bringing that answer. I just don't want to say the term that you don't want me to say. Uh, but I'll give you Eddie Rosario a chance to get it going. I said it's early in the season. I didn't say the other thing. I'll give him a chance to get it going. How about that? I honestly, we're nitpicking with the Braves, bro. This right. team That's is why I asked the question. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, what if did I, were I to say? Do power 10 ranking. people with 20 homers? Did I say that for the season? Yeah, you did. You did. I don't Let's think see. that's happening, but, but it's still, even if they get seven, that'd be a ridiculous number. Um, okay. So a couple of interesting scenes at ballparks across the country from one another. Fenway Park during the Patriots Day game, we had nasty weather. And then in the outfield, all these fans, they go shirtless and they're partying, they're whooping it up, they're jumping in the stands, they're dancing, they're singing the whole bit. And then at night in Los Angeles, Max Muncie crushes one to take the lead against the Mets in the sixth inning. And they do the early light celebration where the ball doesn't even land before they turn the lights out. Which scene was weirder for you? And neither of them were weird to me. I liked both of them. I mean, look, if the boys are getting rowdy on a rain delay, have a few pops in the stands, they want to take their shirt off. I'm all for it, Chris. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. And this thing, I've told you about these lights. I wish they had the LED lights when I was playing because I think this is so freaking cool, dude. It's dramatic. It feels like you're in a freaking movie. You hit a home run and all of a sudden – Lights show is going on. You feel like a freaking superstar. I didn't really get that when I was playing. Uh, so I think there's nothing wrong with either of these situations. I would have loved to have been A, Max Muncy, or B, one of the dudes in the stands at Fenway drinking some pops. 
Well, the, the thing with the Muncie, not that they did it, but the, it was premature light thingy. That's what it was. You thought it was a little, like little that, premature, like the fan might yeah, get if, hit with the ball. If I'm tracking it and I'm 400 feet away from home plate and I'm tracking it and all of a sudden the lights go out, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Just saying. As far Is as it? the other thing. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. Okay. Um, the other thing with Boston. I was thinking about this. You can't take your shirt off at an indoor sporting event, can you? Okay, I gave this one some thought, and I, I think I have some rules for the shirtless uh, dudes out there. Um, outside, I think anyone can do it, yes. Anyway. But I will say that there's, it's more acceptable for a few people to do it. Now, young dudes, like college kids, mm-hmm. what are you going to tell these? What are you going to tell them? You can't tell them anything, so I've already given them my blessing. Go take your shirt off, get rowdy. It's just part of growing up. Um Bigger dudes, chubby dudes, love it when you take your shirt off. So, like, I'm all about that, too. If you're, like, a, a regular-sized – I won't say regular-sized. That's mean. If you're – in fact, I don't even mean regular-sized. If you're, like, really ripped up and you're a little bit older, like a real adult, and you're, like, yoked up, don't take your shirt off, bro. Now you're just bragging. Mm. So I think that's where I draw the line. Young college kids, do your thing. Uh, big daddies – take that shirt off and jiggle all around, do your thing. But if you're yoked up and you're just trying to like impress people, get out of here, bro. Like keep it on. Like if you want go tank top, but don't go full shirtless and inside you- to answer your question, same rules apply. I don't care if you're inside, you can still take the shirt off if you want. It's a sporting event. We're trying to get rowdy in there. I know, but I don't ever see somebody in an NBA playoff game, take their shirt off. I've seen it. It's usually the big boys. The big boys like to take their shirts off, and I'm all for it, dude. I see it all the time at baseball because they want to get a tan, whatever, and at football games because they're idiots when it's 15 degrees outside, and they're like, let's do it, and then 30 years down the line, we can say we took our shirt off at the Bills playoff game. Morons. I guess you're thinking basketball. You know, when you go to a basketball game, it's almost like you got to dress up to go to a basketball game. It's a different feel there, especially at, at Staples Center, now known as Crypto. It's like girls wearing heels, like dudes are like dressing oh, yeah. to the nines to go to these games. Uh, hockey, I guess you don't see it either because it's a little too cold, a little too nipply, if you will. But I still think it's okay. Like, let's not like shame indoor shirt taker offers. I don't want to no, do I just say show. I'm saying I've never seen it. Maybe you know what? Maybe people should start sending us photos if they've seen it. I just can't remember it. I just brought when it you're in the dunk tank on the All Star Game red carpet, are you going to yes. be wearing like a you uh, an SPF shirt or are you going to go shirtless? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Well, well, it depends what sort of comedy I'm looking for. I could start yeah. in a wetsuit, work my way down to a Borat onesie. Uh, and I think those are banned now. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I will have to shave my back hair and maybe put an MLB logo in my chest mm. hair. But we'll see. Oh, see wow. how it works. I'm excited for it. I'll tell you this. I got to lose 15 pounds before mid-July. That's oh. motivation, baby. That is motivation. Let's do it. Uh, we are back at it again on Hope Day. Everybody enjoy your 17-game schedule for our one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Rourke, and the always entertaining and shirt-wearing Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. We will see you Wednesday on Baseball Today.